We're off and running on this latest edition of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. Chris Miller here from NBC Sports Washington. Coming up, we chat with the landlord, the man in the middle, Daniel Gafford. Gaff talks about the art of shot blocking fresh off his career best eight block game versus Oklahoma City. Plus how a recent self-evaluation prompted Daniel to get back to his consistent level of play. All that, plus how anime is a passion for the big man. Just a reminder, tell a friend to download this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe, and even leave a comment. It's time now to run the floor and throw a lob to the Wizards starting center, Daniel Gafford, on this edition of the Off the Bench Podcast. Capital One Arena is partnering with Clear to help Wizards fans get into home games faster for free. Beat the crowds on game day and enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Download the free Clear app and get started today by selecting Wizards. When you arrive, you'll take a quick picture at the Clear pod to confirm you are you and then walk right in. Download the free Clear app today to get started. DG, what's good, man? How you doing? I'm good. I can't complain. How y'all doing? Doing great, man. Uh, I want to go back to uh, OKC where you had your own personal block party. Was Kool-Aid required? Like, 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 what was the drink of choice, you know, when you go to a block party like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's Kool-Aid, most definitely. Yeah. You know, that and any type of soda pop, you know? <laughs> what flavor? I, I wonder what kind of flavor Kool-Aid you, guy are you? Man, um, it's been a minute since I've had it, but the main one that I usually would drink, is I, it, it was for sure great. That was the one that I always had in my house. <laughs> I would tell you, I'm an old school dude, so we used to mix. You, know, uh-huh. you mix the Kool-Aid, you know. Yeah, and my mom did the same it. thing. My mom did the same thing. Hey, I wonder, is that a is that a southern thing? I, I maybe wonder like the, the mixing of the Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> it may be, because at first we started with one flavor, then we used to put like three flavors in one. So, you know, what I'm saying? I don't know. I think it was a trend that somebody had started. Yeah. Um, what kind let's talk about that night, man, where it just it, it just seemed like anything that they were trying to throw up, you are either blocking it or, or redirecting it or giving them second thoughts. Um, it was really just a change of mindset coming from the New Orleans game. Um, after the first game of the trip, you know, we had a real eye opener, I would say, because, you know, we came in and we thought New Orleans was going to let us win that win, and they didn't. They came in, they played great team basketball, and they got us up out of there. They protected home. So the main focus was just coming in and protecting home the best way I could, being better at all the things that I didn't do in the New Orleans game and just progressing at that throughout the game and just focusing on the things that I do solid to help the team and just like in a team effort we came out and we worked you know it was a rough first half for us but in the second half we really locked in and paid attention to detail and really just made it tough for guys to really just gain that lead back and try to win it in the end you know I think it's interesting even a team that's getting off to such a great start the way you guys did there's sometimes over the course of 82 you're gonna get some humble pie right Mm -hmm. you go go into a situation like that but I thought it was interesting. Brad mentioned it right after that game that, you know, Coach Unsell really for the first time, you know, got into you guys a little bit and spoke the, yeah. uh, as you and I would know, he, he spoke the basketball language. Uh, yeah. What was that like in the room when 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 he went off? I mean, he he just let it he just let it all you know put it all on the table. He let it known that we didn't come out and play the way that we needed to play. We didn't come out and you know do the things that was helping us win beforehand. So came in, he put his foot down, he let guys know that they need to, you know, step it up. He let guys know that they don't need to come out and mess up plays. Just let guys know all the things that 
you know, that we did are the things that are causing us to, you know, lose the games that we have lost. So main thing was he came in and he just, like I said, put it all on the table and he really didn't take no for an answer. He told us, you know, we weren't going to leave New Orleans until everybody had some some type of input on the conversation that we had in the locker room. And we just basically came together, had an epiphany, and everybody had like a heart-to-heart conversation with everybody in the locker room. We figured it out, came out um, in the OKC game, got back on track. Then had a back-to-back going to Dallas and just kept moving forward. You know, that's leadership, right? Even when things are going, you know, mm-hmm. bad to a certain extent. Yeah. Bad is kind of relative. Um, you have, you appreciate the open line of communication, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Not letting you guys get on the plane until you air it out. Then kind of just be done with it. Give me a sense of what the balance of this roster kind of looks like this year from your perspective. I mean, it just helps because, you know, we got so much depth, we can take some of the pressure off of Brad. You know, sometimes there's going to be times where he has to have the ball, you know, at the end of the game in clutch minutes and certain things like that. But in any given situation, we also have other targets on the floor that can make those shots as well. Like I said, taking that pressure off of Brad, giving him, you know, I would say a chance to just breathe and be in a position to where if he needs to take a shot, he can step up and take that shot. But at the end of the day, you got four other guys out there. Well, three other guys. I'm not going to be pulling up no threes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, like three other guys out there that can, like, you know, knock shots down. Um, me being in the glass, battling for the boards and getting it back out for, you know, dagger threes, little things like that. You know, I'm going to be in doing the little things and making sure I try to, you know, make the reads to get the ball out to the guys that can make the shots for sure. You've oftentimes talked about just just the opportunity here in D.C. to kind of just develop, grow, spread your wings, so to speak. How much time have you kind of just taken to just take some pride in just the work that you've put in? Or are you just so locked into the season? I really just try to stay locked into the season. You know, time and time again, there's times where I can say I'm in a position to show you know, the things that I've worked on, but I really don't just dwell on, you know, the fact that I've worked on it because, you know, I'm not perfect and it's not going to stay like that. So really just working to make sure my craft is, you know, perfected and, you know, you know, knock all the dust off and make sure it's just in the right position to where I can come out and be comfortable and confident in whatever I throw up to the basket, whenever I drive to the basket, or even if like I'm setting screens or rebounding or doing a dribble handoff, little things like that, being calm, cool, and collected in any type of situation. You know, pressing teams, you've heard this before, don't like to be pressed, but what (laughs) is it like for a shot blocker? Does a shot blocker like to go up against a shot blocker? Because I thought you and Willie Cauley-Stein went at each other. And it yeah. was like, man, this is some old school basketball yeah. <laughs> in, in the purest form. Yeah, I mean, um, me and Willie, we uh, are starting to have, like I would say, a better, um, you know, relationship, friendship-wise and stuff. You know, we've, you know, talked more and more off the court. And whatnot. He's a real good guy, but he comes out and he works too. So I really wanted to come out and basically match his energy because, you know, he's a high flyer, he's a shot blocker. He is an energy guy. So being able to come out, match that energy and do the same thing. Like you said, we was going head to head. So it was a battle of the, it was a battle of the high flyers at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off the court a little bit, man. When you're on a four game road trip, I know you are into uh, other things, other mm-hmm. things to kind of take your mind off of basketball. How important is it to do other things to kind of get away from it for a little bit? Uh, it's real important because it, it really just helps you, I would say, clear your mental, really, because, I mean, if you focus on basketball 24-7, especially during the season, 
kind of gets overwhelming during the time. You know, you got to focus on little things like focusing on taking time and taking care of your body, focus on taking time and just, you know, really just sitting down and relaxing and, you know, and putting the right food in your body and putting the right drinks, uh, just the little stuff. You know, you can do the little stuff on the court, but you can do a little stuff off the court too to help you succeed as well. So my main thing is, you know, I really just take the time out. I play my video game a lot. You know, I should cut down some of the time <laughs> that I'd be on that. But other than that, you know, it's just, I would say, an outlet for me to just be free for the time being until, you know, everything ramps back up again. And then, yeah. you know, when whenever I'm not on my game, I watch, you know, TV or just, you know, I just sit down and relax. I'm on the, I'm on the phone most of the time with my fiance as well, because she, whenever I leave, she, she's, it's just everything falls apart for her. <laughs> so um a special uh, kind of guy how about that <laughs> yeah so um like I'm on the phone with her all the time she tries to I would say give me my space but at the same time it doesn't work out like that <laughs> so just the little things just really just taking the time and focusing on what can help you be good when you get back on the floor yeah do you FaceTime with her or is it strictly yeah. phone calls it's FaceTime it's FaceTime yeah. all the time yeah all the time yeah keeping a relationship when you're on the road a lot, man. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I will give you some relationship advice. Your boy will hook you up. You ready? Okay. Relationship seems to get stronger when you're away. They miss you. So when you come oh, yeah, home, for sure. they're glad to see you. So you got to find what I call that work-life balance. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before, before the pandemic, you know, when you be on the road, are you, you know, seeing the city, do you like to get out and about? And the reason why I ask that is, you know, seven footers kind of stick out and you, you can't just like walk around without people going, Hey, what's the weather like up there? Or ask yeah. you, what's the dumbest thing someone's asked you about your height? Um, what is it? Um, mm, it's just like, it's not the dumbest thing they ask. It's like some of the things that they say, they be like, they always say, um, you know, I bet you hit your head a lot when you walk around in your house. <laughs> just little things like that. It's not dumb, but it's just the things that you, you know, do on a daily basis. It's like, yeah, I actually do do that, you know? <laughs> or like, you know, hey, just like the question, hey, what's the weather like up there? And you're like, I don't know. I'm not up there with the clouds. So, right. you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you said you play video games. So I'm locked in on 2K because uh, our boy Darren told me I had to get a PS5. So okay. I'm locked in. Do you play 2K and do you play Daniel Gafford? Are you yourself when you play it? Yeah. So like in the my career standpoint of it, I play as well. I, the crazy thing is I, I make a point guard every 2K, you know, and it's always this thing. Like, Why is know, that the case? Why are bigs always wanting to be point guards and point guards <laughs> want to be big? It's crazy. Or yeah. rappers want to be hoopers. Hoopers want yeah. to be rappers. It's, it's, it's just a real funny, like, coincidence, to be honest. It's always been like that main question. Like, bigs always make point guards. We always say we want the ball in our hands more, you know. I'm not going to say that. But other guys said <laughs> uh, point guards always say, you know, they want to be a big. I don't know really why they say that. I can't remember why they do it. But all in all, you know, I just play the point guard and stuff because, you know, most of the time the bigs on 2K, they suck at ball handling and they make them slow. So I really want to play fast paced, you know, cross somebody over, go dunk it, or cross somebody over and shoot a three. That's my main thing. It's real fun. So, yeah, I make a point guard every 2K, and I just have fun with it. You know, I really don't focus on, like, little things. Like, I, I kind of focused on a little bit just, like, having my win percentage a little bit better this year. 
But yeah. that went down the drain after the first season, so I really wasn't worried about that. Are you changing your attributes? First of all, are you a footer, point guard? No, no, no. no. I'm around what, six, seven, six, eight. Maybe six six. Oh, oh, you can like Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah, you out there. <laughs> yeah. So you don't change your attributes. So you're a six eight point guard. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. Like my ball handling is my ball handling is nice. Um, you know, I rebound the ball and I shoot, I dunk. That I basically got like the full package with my player. <laughs> You should send your your film to uh, Coach Unsell and see see, <laughs> see look, look look what I've created. <laughs> uh, what what else do you do besides video games on the road? I, are you, are you an artist? Do you draw? Um, not really. I've drawn in the past, but it ain't been you know masterpieces. <laughs> but um, just other things that I do really, I just um, like I said, I do a lot of stuff to take care of my body, like I foam roll, I do a lot of, I would say, um, compression therapy, get as much treatment as I can. But when I'm on the road, I really just watch like a lot of anime. Like right now I'm watching Naruto and I'm finishing up that on Netflix. But after I finish up Netflix, I'm going to Naruto Shippuden, which is on um, one of the anime stream apps, Crunchyroll. And I'm going to finish up that because I want to, I want to be, you know, more accumulated with most of the animes that I watched when I was younger okay. that I catch like episodes every now and then. So like, I want to really just stay locked into that kind of like figure out the stories and stuff behind that. Have you ever thought about maybe doing a video blog on anime? Because it just seems like that there's such a, a, a huge community of people yeah. that are really into it. So yeah, like, like, a, how, how do you reach people? Um, there's a lot of pages and stuff that I'm in on Facebook, which is really funny for me to be saying. But just like it's a lot of um little pages and stuff that I am like I join and stuff on Facebook and stuff just to see like how much anime is out there besides like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z and like all the main stage animes, because there's a lot of other animes out there that are great that doesn't really get, I would say, as much screen time as like Dragon Ball Z or Naruto, because Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, those were the main ones and like um One Piece, those were the main ones that were like streamed on television. You know, and there's other ones that are really like streamed on television. So I really want to figure out, like, you know, is there more to it than just Naruto and My Ninja Way and Dragon Ball Z? And I'm never going to get up and I want to fight the strongest person. You know, is there yeah. more to like trying to gain power? Is it like action nonstop or is it more dialogue? Little things like that. You know, I'm an action anime guy, but at the same time, I pay attention to the dialogue a lot too just to really just figure out like the backstories, the character development and, you know, how they became the character they are now, like what type of character they were back then. Just like, you know, paying attention to detail to like most of the stuff. My last question, and it's kind of a statement. When this pandemic finally is over, Daniel, you and I have got to go on the road to a music store because you and I are both drummers. Okay. And I just want to, it's not a challenge. I just want to see how good your hands are. And if, if that beat is as nice as it looked when you were in church that one time, is that a deal? <laughs> yeah, that's a deal. I might be a little rusty. It's been a minute. I haven't really been, you know, no in cameras. Tune. Hey, it's just you and me. No, no cameras. No, I got you. So, you yeah, know. I'm gonna be a little rusty. I haven't been in tune with the music part of life in a minute, but I'm getting back to it. Sooner or later, I'm gonna have a drum set in my house. But um, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna be a little rusty. So it might be a chance for me to knock the rust off a little bit. Well, it's funny. I have electrical uh, drum set in my room oh, really? and I have to, 
I've been required by Mrs. Miller to wear the headphones because she ain't trying to hear all that, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's relationship things, man. You'll you'll figure it out, young fella. Yep, that's the main thing. Yeah, just figuring it out one day at a time. DJ, <laughs> I appreciate your time, man. Congratulations on the early part of this season and continued success to you. Well, thank you. Thank you.